Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or visit their website at greyhoundpp.com.au. We hope that you enjoy this episode and thanks to everyone for your support in promoting our wonderful industry. Hi everyone, on this episode of the podcast I chat with New South Wales trainer Richie Edwards who got his first winner as a trainer the other day with Old Store Wart Winlock on top, saluting at Gunnedale and we also had a chat about his amazing involvement with juggernaut syndicator Punters HQ and the amazing experience he's had being an owner with phenomenal chaser She's a Pearl. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'll start off firstly with um with yourself, uh, 2022, obviously, I know that's last year now, which already sounds a bit weird, but you got your first winner as a trainer, which must have been a massive thrill. I did, yeah. Um, I, I actually made a joke uh, to a few of my mates that um, if I couldn't train win like on top to uh, to win a race, then I probably should hand me a licence back. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's a pretty handy dog to get um, as, as one of your first dogs, so yeah. Yep, yep. How did you come about getting him? Um, so Dad and I, um, he, he retired last year and he wanted to um, get a few dogs. He, he's trained most of his life, but um, he, he'd sort of given it up for a while and his whole idea was to get a few dogs when he retired and um, and have an, another go. Yep. And um, I've been with Punis HQ ever since they started up. Craig and I are, um, and, and Joe a good mates. I played footy with them years and years ago. Oh, yeah. And um, so I've been in a lot of their dogs, actually most of their dogs. And, um, yeah, I, I was in Winlock on top and um, – I, I heard they were looking to sell him, and um, I said we'd be happy to buy him as, you know, one of our yeah flagship dogs. Basically, um, yeah. he was just about to hit masters, so um, yeah, yeah, that's how we got him. Yeah, nice. Has it sort of always been a you know sort of a goal of you, yours to become a trainer yourself? Um, maybe and maybe not. Um, as I said, Dad's trained pretty much my whole life, um, and. I, I guess that's probably a natural progression at one stage, but um, I mean, we're, we're sort of a trained partnership. I, I know there's no such thing, but I, I think every trainer going around with more than a couple of dogs would be in some sort of partnership, whether it's their wife or, you know, um, their son or their daughter or whoever it is. It's, it's very hard to do by yourself. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's how I sort of got into it. And, um, you know, Dad's getting older every day, so yep. um, there had to be a natural progression there somewhere, and, um, and this is mine. Yep. Has he sort of been, you know, obviously someone who's taught you a lot about, um, you know, how to train? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, you know, he's uh, he, he's got his own style, and everyone has, and um, and that's where I, I first, you know, learnt obviously the basics and, and whatever, and. Um, as I said, he's been doing it for years, and obviously you learn different different things off different people as as the years go by, and um, he's no different, and I'm no different. Yep, 
Yep. I usually, you know, most questions you see people get asked as um, trainers, they go, oh, you know, what do you like about training? Obviously, you know, we all like winning and seeing our dogs get around safe. But what do you find, you know, now that you are training yourself to be some of the more challenging things? Um, the, the dogs that, that we've got, um, some of them have less ability than others, let's say that. So um, it, it is challenging to, to see them go around um, when they aren't performing at their best. Yep. But obviously the other side of that is you get um, some, some better dogs and they, they probably make everything worthwhile, you know. Um, you, you've got to take the good with the bad. And, um, yeah, there's plenty of bad times, but there's, as long as there's enough good times, it keeps you going on. Yep, yep. Now that first win was it? Um, was it a mixture of excitement, relief, all of the above? It, probably more relief than anything. As, <laughs> as I said, um, you get a dog like him, um, and you can't train a winner. Um, there's something very wrong. But um, it was, um, yeah, it was a, a big relief um, to for him to win at Canada uh, a couple of weeks back now. Yep. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I was probably as excited as I've been on a racetrack and you know I've with, with Punas HQ I've owned group one winners and whatever and yeah it was a massive relief and yeah very exciting yeah people do say to me it's a bit of a different feeling um being a trainer compared to an owner yeah, absolutely 100% um you know <laughs> there's still some of the old owners in with Winlock on top as well um, from when he was in um, Punas HQ. And so I, I also feel like, you know, I, I need him to perform well for them as well, you know. So, yeah, 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 definitely. What, um, he was obviously, you know, he, he ran a gallant second last night at, uh, at Richmond over the 401. Have you got any sort of immediate plans for him um, or just targeting those Masters races as they come he, up? He'll mostly be targeting the Masters races, but yeah. um, trying to get him back to 500. He, he's had a few niggles here or there and he, he's sort of put in, you know, a couple of runs um, 400, trying trying to get fit for 500, you know, and um, and and then he just have a niggle, so he'd be back to square one, and um, so the moment we're, we're trying to get him back to 500, you know, if we could get back to winning for the Masters race, that'd be great. Yeah. But um, we'll, we'll he'll tell us a story, and you know, eventually he'll tell us when he wants to retire as well. So yep, yep. And how many dogs have you got uh, in your kennel at the moment? Well, between Dad and myself, um, that's a good question, actually. I, I don't have the <laughs> number off the top of my head. There, there's about 10, probably. Yep, nice. um, and then, And then we've got um, a couple of retirees. Um, we've got a brew bitch. We've got a litter of pups on the ground. So, yeah. Nice. It's, um, Plenty it's keep busy, 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 yeah. <laughs> now, turning you, obviously putting your owner's hat on for a second, I mean, you know, you probably don't even have the words to describe the, you know, like you said, you've been with Punters HQ from the start, the ride you guys have had, and, you know, it, it's kicking off pretty early on in the year on uh, Tuesday with, uh, you know, a stack full in the Gosford Cup, which is exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Um, you know, when when they first come about, these pipe dreams, um, you know, we, we were buying dogs that were – yeah, you know, handy provincial dogs. Um, you know, dogs we'd send to New Zealand, and we had a ton of fun. And you know, we won a few races here or there. Then slowly, 
you know, we decided, well, Joe decided to um, get a better class of dog and you get some metropolitan dogs and you're like, oh, wow, we just want to race one with Park. That's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, then they progressed on a little bit further to, um, you know, dogs that were competitive in group races and you're just like, this is just unbelievable. And then, you know, to... To end up with dogs like Band and Ned, she's a pearl. You know, it's just the the mind boggles. If you had told me that ten years ago, I would have just laughed and you would just said no way. Yep, yep. Well, it seems to be like a case of you know, I for me personally, I think Bandit Ned was sort of the you know the first flagship dog that you guys had, and then obviously Pearl come along. Now you've got Emma, and you just got and it's just like one after the other. And people kept saying, "Oh, when are they sort of going to slow down?" I said, "I don't think they are." <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. Um, yeah, I, I think. Um, well, so. Back a few years before that, we, we had a dog called Zipping Inglis, and he's sitting right down next to me at the moment. He's retired at my place. <laughs> and um, he, he was a really handy dog. He was probably the first really handy dog they had. He, he made a couple of Group 1 finals, and he was always there or thereabouts around the mark. He was just one of those dogs who was um, just below that, that really top rung, but um, he ran fourth in an Australian Cup, and, yeah, he was a really handy dog. Yep. But, um and then, yeah, then, like you said, Bandit Ned came along and, and, and that tier of dog, and they're, they're sort of the dogs they're chasing now, so, and they're the dogs they're getting, so. Yeah. Uh, no, this is probably a hard question to answer, but do you have a favourite win out of the dogs that you've been a part of as an ownership so far? Um, prob- probably one of the favourite wins was... Um, Zipping in with Australian Cup heat, it was just amazing. Um, and then, um, obviously, she's a pearl. Um, it's, it's hard to go past her. Um, I, I haven't been on track for one of her Group One wins yet. I, I was. We, we had dogs racing at the gardens one night. Uh, I think that was Easter egg night. Yep. A million dollar chase night. I was away playing touch football at a, a tournament in Coffs Harbour. So. Um, I actually went down to the Phoenix the other night um, and we gave her a massive chance, but she ran a hard out and she, you know, just too better on the night. So what do you do? Yep, yep. I was um, I was there at Wentworth Park on MDC night when she won and it was just like, I thought I was at a concert or something. The guys just went nuts. <laughs> I heard it was pandemonium. They yeah, loved it. Yeah. Then Alex Lloyd come down and was singing a custom custom song that he wrote for She's a Pearl, and that just made him kick up into another gear. And yeah, it was um, it was <laughs> quite a sight. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh, um, so yeah, good. just come up with a cover to draw on um, Tuesday night at Gosford. Um, we yep. got a couple of runners in actually ourselves, but um, I'll definitely be on track. But um, yeah, she looks hard to beat on Tuesday. Yep, yep. So, are you a part of Good Odds, Emma, as well? I'm not. No, oh, I'm not. Okay. I've uh, I've recently um, had a, a major knee surgery, so I was off work for about three months. And this is pretty much the story of how um, me buying dogs with HQ goes. Um, Joe will send an email out as he does to all the owners that have been previously involved. And um, yeah, do you, do you want to be in? Normally, if I'm cashed up. I'll just reply back straight away. Yep, I'm in for you know five percent, whatever. Um, and if I don't, he generally rings me within a day or two. As I said, we're old friends, <laughs> and uh, and he says, "Oh, he should be in this dog. He should be in this dog." And 
that's how I got into Pearl, actually. Um, I, I wasn't going to, and I said, oh, I'm a bit short. I said, if I win on the punt, I'll, I'll come in. And anyway, I did. So luckily Well, I lucky did, you did. <laughs> yeah. But um, the, the same with um, good old Emma, and I loved her. I've, I've loved her ever since I've seen her hit the track. And he, I, I got the email, and I was just like, oh, no. Because I knew I wasn't <laughs> going to be working for three months. I worked for myself. Oh, and, right. Um, yep. And I was like, oh, no, mate, I can't do it. I said, but I'm. You know, I'm shattered because I love this bitch. And then two starts later, she comes out and wins a Dapto and yeah. another group one. So, yeah. but I, I wish them all the all the best. And that's every dog. Um, as I said, we're we're good friends. We have been for a long time, and um, and every success they get, whether I'm involved or not, I'm, I wish them all the best. Just um, obviously based on your experience, like, you know, I get the question pretty much on a daily basis. Oh, you know, I'd love to get involved in a dog. You know, I want to buy a pup and all this sort of stuff. But do you find this, you know, and obviously you're only talking from your own experience, but do you find the syndication process to be really good from a learning perspective as to how it all works, the whole process? Fantastic. Yeah. Um, We we get, um, as Joe sends out audios um, regularly about the dogs and a lot of that, is um, coming straight from the the mouth of Andy and Jody Lord. So um, the learning the ins and outs of, of the greyhound industry with a fantastic syndication mob like Punis HQ, um, you, you can really learn a lot about the industry, and it's a it's a great foot in the door. Yep. Yep. And from a training perspective, you know, for anybody that's looking to sort of pick up the leading collar and become a trainer, because, you know, with the amount of prize money and that that's on offer now, people are like, oh, look, I'd love to get involved. Is it really that hard? And I said, oh, look, you know, there is a bit involved. You don't just turn up at the track race and go home. I said, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that happens. But do you sort of, from your own experiences, have any advice for anyone that's looking to become a trainer? Yeah, if if you are looking to become a trainer, um, go to the track. Ask some people around. I'm, I mean, greyhound industry is one of the most giving industries. I'll, I'll give an example with uh, Winlock on top at the moment. Um, I wanted to um, just change his uh, training up a little bit to try and overcome some of these injuries or yeah, alleviate some of these injuries. Yeah, and um, and. I thought swimming might have been a good way to do it. And I, and I sort of got it in my head like, you're crazy, you know. And I actually Googled um, swimming greyhounds for <laughs> exercise. Yep. I, I ended up coming across an interview with um, Robert Britton who, you know, he, he, he'd said, yeah, it, it's, you know, good for older dogs and whatever. Yep. And then I started talking to a few guys around the traps and, you know, heaps of guys have used it successfully swimming greyhounds. So don't be afraid to ask because if you don't ask, a great idea that you've got in your head just might be nothing more than that. Um, so yeah, it, there's plenty of old heads around that are, that are happy to, you know, give their time and advice. I, I rang Peter Sims about it. Joe gave me his number. And, uh, and he spoke to me for 20 minutes. Yeah. And he doesn't know me from a bar of soap. So, <laughs> um, you know, that's fantastic. 
Yep, yep. And you're right, like the number of people I've said, oh, here's such and such as number or look this person up on Facebook and they're like, oh, you know, they sent me a link to this or they said they'll catch up with me at the track or they said bring bring my dog over and they'll have a look at them. So you're right. I think, you know, obviously compared to, you know, some other industries, I think, yeah, the, the fact that we have um, so much ease of access to, you know, top trainers and people who have been really successful, I think, um, yeah, is only, um, is only a good thing from um from yourself what um you know I usually ask people what race they'd like to win but you know from your perspective as an owner and a trainer what are sort of your goals um for 2023 well I've won the race I probably wanted to win as an owner um the <laughs> yeah. old niece rig yep. but you know when i grew up there was no million dollar chases there was no you know phoenix you know yep. the the gold niece rig was the race that the best dogs won it was the best race in the country and the best dogs won it. and uh so winning it with she's a pearl was was very exciting um with the team we've got together we've got um the the litter of pups that we've got there uh, about 12 months old so they should hit the ground you know late next year so or this year sorry yep <laughs> um so um and they're um they by tommy shelby out of um a full sister to just terms so oh, nice yeah uh, yeah we hold out some hope for them but yep. um and um, hopefully we'll be having another litter with um, with the, the brew bitch um, this year. Yep. And yeah, just a team to, to keep going. We've got um, one of our new um, acquisitions, which she's been going well for us. So um, hopefully the team keeps going well, and um, yeah, more wins. Hopefully. Yep. And probably just my final question is, what would you like to see happen in the industry in 2023? Like, I know a lot of people like to predict stuff, but what would you like to see actually happen? I think the industry is going gangbusters at the moment. Um, Prize money through the roof. Um, You know, so um, just continue on in in that vein. I I think the the administration is doing a great job. Um, And, yeah, as long as everyone does their bit and does the right thing, I think the industry, there's no reason why we can't just keep going up and up and up. Yep, especially New South Wales, you know, from where we were 100% five, New six South years Wales ago. Is, yeah, 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 definitely. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty much chalk and cheese now. Well, uh, you know, if people forget, have actually forgotten about it. They're like, oh, that's right, that was five or six years ago, which is great because it's not at the forefront of people's minds anymore. So, um, yeah, I think all the good stuff that's been going on has changed that. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do too, yeah. You've been listening to the Greyhound Girl Podcasts with Dimity Ma, proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or their website, greyhoundpp.com.au.